I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Jesse Kelly Show. It is The Jesse Kelly Show, final hour of The Jesse Kelly Show on a Wednesday. You are already over halfway done with the week. I want you to put a smile on your face, even though we're about to talk about Michelle Obama and the quote, is this even America? A lot of people throw that quote out there now. Let's talk about America these days in a bunch of emails and other stuff this hour, but... Let's get back to the question. Hey, Michelle Obama's going to run, or, or this person thinks she might run. What what does Trump need to do to beat her? Can she be beat? Okay, here's this is going to be this is going to hurt to hear, but this is the truth, and you're going to get mad at me for this, and that's fine. Again, you're welcome to yell and scream at me. I'm fine with being your punching bag because I don't care. It doesn't matter how offended you get. The American people, not talking about you specifically, remember you're the hyper-informed, the American people despise Joe Biden. His approval, disapproval numbers are horrific. Uh, His approval numbers are in the 30s. His disapproval numbers are in the 50s. For a politician, you should understand that's historically bad in an election year. The American people despise Joe Biden. 
the American people also despise Donald Trump. His approval numbers and disapproval numbers are pretty close to Joe Biden's. About 30-some, it's in the 30s, approve in general. 50-some, disapprove. A lot of this has been a media propaganda campaign. Some of it's obviously of his own doing, whatever. It doesn't matter. But the American people as a whole, I'm not talking about you, as a whole, the American people hate the Democrat nominee and they hate the Republican nominee. I had somebody say to me uh, a while ago, about a year ago, and I kind of, I didn't dismiss it, but I didnn't put a lot of thought into it. But this, and this is not my thought. The only reason I'm bringing up this person is this is not my thought. I don't want to create, take credit for their thought. And the guy said, Jesse, we're in this really wild presidential election cycle where the Democrat nominee is probably going to be Joe Biden. The Republican nominee is probably going to be Donald Trump. And the ironic thing is, the first one of those two parties to dump their guy is going to win the presidency. If either one of them wisen up and dump their guy and pick anyone else, they're going to defeat the other guy. If Michelle Obama ends up becoming the nominee, uh, I, I, I don't know how to put this any other way. I will be very worried. How would that happen? It would have to happen at the convention. It would have to happen where Joe Biden at the convention or right before the convention, he would step down. So so they've already had all their primary stuff. The Democrat convention is in Chicago. He would have to step down and he would have to hand his delegates, delegates that he had earned through the primary process. He would have to hand them to someone else. Nevertheless, you should understand that is something Within the rules that can happen, Joe Biden, 1,000%, can hand over things to essentially whoever the DNC chooses. If that's Michelle Obama, we might be in some, we might be in some trouble. I despise her. I'll crawl over a broken glass for 10 miles to vote for Donald Trump over Michelle Obama. The American people as a whole do not feel the same way. I hate that she is popular in this country. I hate that people don't realize how much of an America-hating hag she really is, but they don't. They don't know it. She had the benefit of being first lady and the benefit of being first lady with the media that fawned all over her all the time. It's the second coming of Camelot. Look how glamorous Michelle is. There was never any deep dive into her background, her deep hatred of this country ever. But if Democrats are smart enough to get rid of this and choose someone else, 2024 looks really good for them. Chris, it's not working. Chris, I'm pressing 19. It's not working. Press 19 for me, Chris. What's wrong over here? There is some movement, and I don't want to, I don't want to, well, maybe choose my words. There's some movement. There's been a response from the, uh... (laughs) Okay, we, we got it. We got it. We got it. Joe Biden is fading fast. 
if he keeps fading, if he keeps this up, somebody's going to rip it like a Band-Aid over there, and let's pray it's not Michelle Obama. All right? All right. Did you hear this from Jim Jordan today? National Science Foundation. Well, I'll just let him say Another project proposal sent to the National Science Foundation demeans Americans who hold, quote, the Bible and the Constitution as sacred and choose to review primary sources rather than rely on expert consensus. You think the Bible's sacred, you support the Constitution, and you review primary sources to think for yourself, you're the problem, according to the National Science Foundation. And they're going to give your tax dollars to entities developing software, developing this technology, this tool, to censor your speech. Okay, let's combine that with this headline. It'll sound unrelated, but it's not. This is from the New York Post. Squatters take over 1,200 homes in Atlanta, open illegal strip clubs, and terrorize neighbors. There's a quote from the article. Is this even America? And the reason I brought this up combined with that Jim Jordan thing is I personally have said something similar to that many times over the past few years. You probably have too. Something along the lines of, what is going on? What what happened to my America? Is this even America? How could this happen in America? Well, I just think it's important to acknowledge, not to dwell on it, but I think it's important to acknowledge that in some areas and on at certain levels of government, that is America now. The National Science Foundation coming out against the Bible, against people who believe in the Bible. They're just a bunch of wild fruitcakes. So an official position in the United States government is that belief in the Bible is ridiculous and not based on science. Is this? That's not who we are. That We love to say that, right? We're not. That's not who we are. Really? Look, I I know this is uncomfortable. I know it's not who you are. It's not what I'm saying. That's not who we are as a country now. The United States of America flies tranny flags at our embassies overseas. The United States of America, we sent our ambassador, Rahm Emanuel, to Japan, a very traditional nuclear family country, And Rahm Emanuel immediately started to butt heads with the Japanese because he wasn't over there talking trade policy, defense strategies. He immediately got into Japan and started pushing all this. Why are you gay? All this stuff all over the country of Japan and got himself in hot water with it. There's a place in one of our major cities, Atlanta, where illegals have taken over the neighborhood and now they terrorize it. Is this even America? Well, yeah, it is. We don't want it to be, right? I don't want it to be. You don't want it to be. But for parts of this country, the answer to that question is yes. For for huge parts of this country, it is who we are. It is. Now, we can change that, and we have to work to change that, but I think, I think we need to set aside this being aghast every time someone, something, someone points out something horrific this country is doing, something that the country promotes or something that the country allows. I mean, yeah. 
That's who we are. Well, a, a part of who we are is stuff like this. This is Representative Tom McClintock on my buddy Mike Slater's show. Mike Slater has a great show. This is Tom McClintock. Mayorkas is guilty of maladministration, neglect of duties, malfeasance in office, but these are not impeachable offenses. And we know that because the American founders specifically rejected them at the Constitutional Convention. We did that all the way to losing our country. That attitude right there. I'd love to do something, but those founders, guys, lost us the nation. We can take it back. We can. But people like that are why we lost it. All right? All right. Let's get to some emails before we get to credit card debt. And why why do you see so much of this going green crap in the corporate world? It's weird how often you see it. Well, we'll talk about that in a moment before we do Let's take care of widows and orphans. Have you ever, actually, let's take care of catastrophically injured veterans too. Have you ever, have you ever spent any time around a catastrophically injured veteran? I'm talking somebody lost a leg, legs, arm, whatever it may be, burns. The worst part about it is how guilty they feel. This hero who went overseas and had something horrible happen to them and they gave up a physical part of themselves, they feel guilty around their family and friends because of how much help they need to do things in life, to get dressed in the morning, to take a shower, to make some craft Mac. To, to, they, get, they feel guilty and they shouldn't. Building these veterans' smart homes with adjustable ovens and showers and cupboards and it... It's one of the most blessed things you can do for someone who gave a piece of themselves for this country. Tunnel to Towers does that too. That's where your $11 a month goes. T, the number two, T.org. Go. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Wednesday. Remember, if you miss any part of the show, you can download the whole thing on iHeart, Google, Spotify, iTunes, We'll get to the companies, corporations. Why do you see all this, so much of this going green crap on there? But I'm going to get to some emails first. I've been lax on that, and I told you I read them, and I do. Jesse, I've listened to your show for about a year now. I love the way you analyze and explain things. I've been a cop for seven years. I've been able to see the real world from a different perspective that most can't or are afraid to. I'm worried that the general public doesn't care anymore. It's crazy our founding fathers went to war over a few taxes, but here we are willing to roll over and die. I have a bunch of kids. He said seven of them. Uh, I'm worried the world I grew up in no longer exists, and I don't know what the world will be like for my kids. Because of this, I let my boys listen to your show, and they love it. Trying to raise little anti-communists. Thank you for keeping a family-friendly show. The boys are Noah, Jonah, and Jacob. Says they would love a shout-out. Not only can they have a shout-out, I love those friggin' names. Those are men's names. How about some Frito Bandito? It's been too long. I am the Frito Bandito. I like Fritos corn chips. I love them, I do. I want Fritos corn chips. I'll get them from you. Oh, I am the Frito Bandito. Give me Fritos corn chips and I'll be your friend. The Frito Bandito, you must not offend. Munch, 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 Fritos. 
Oh, that's so beautiful. As far as living, the, the, the world you want no longer exists. Well, okay, I'll, I'll grant you this because we talk about this a lot on the show. And I think about this because I'm a father. Remember, before I'm a world famous author and, and menu whisperer, I'm a father. Right? I have sons. They mean everything to me. They're everything to me. And they're my motivation to keep fighting for the country. I, I don't want them to be stuck in a country that hates them. I, I, it's, that would be awful to me. I will grant you that the next 40, 50 years in this country are not going to look anything like the last 40 or 50 years. And this coming future of ours, I guess the, all futures are coming, but the future of ours, it, it may be rocky. It may be rough. It really may be. However, let's also keep some perspective. The good people of this country who want what you want and like what you like, they are not a tiny, powerless minority. They're, we're not 10% of the population, the patriots of this nation. There are millions and millions of us and they have communities all across the country. It's why I have encouraged you to move. I've encouraged you to move just in case we can't save this whole thing. And I mean the whole thing. If we can't, okay, that sucks. There's tons we can save. Tons of it. I was at a, a swim tournament. My uh, youngest son, Luke, he's a swimmer. Really fast, by the way. I can't believe he's really fast, but he is a fish. He's a really fast swimmer, and he's getting better and better and better. He's got a long way to go, don't get me wrong, but he's very fast in the water. But we were at a swim tournament, and they got up. All these different schools from all over the area came together for this swim tournament a couple weeks ago. And before the swim tournament began, the announcer gets on, and everyone, please stand. There's a prayer. Then every single person, everyone with, to a man, to a woman, took their hat off, put their hand over their chest, and said the Pledge of Allegiance to the United States of America. Or no, saying the National Anthem, I'm sorry. They sang the National Anthem. Man, there's a lot of this country that thinks just like you think. It can be hard to see. It can be really hard to see when if you only look at the news or... If you are physically in a blue, a really blue area, uh, I have some good friends I was just talking to in San Diego, and we love, I, I love San Diego. I've spent a lot of good times in, the, in San Diego, especially when I was in the Marines. Uh, and he was explaining to me how San Diego has gotten so blue, and his specific suburb of it is totally red. And he said, Jesse, it's gotten to the point where I don't want to leave my suburb, I don't want to go into town. It's so blue. It's so gross that I don't want to leave. Well, this is why I encourage people when they can, if you can, to get to a red area and make it redder. Because if you physically spend all your time in New York City, in San Francisco, in San Diego, in Madison, Wisconsin, but pick your blue area, it tends to warp your worldview that everything around you is blue and rotted and dirty and criminal and left wing and everyone loves Obama and everyone hates Trump and nothing matters and that that's not how all of the country lives at all. All right?
All right. Look, you want to feel better? Listen to James Langford whine. Some of them may have policy differences. Some of them have been very clear with me. They have political differences with the bill. They say it's the wrong time to solve the problem or let the presidential election solve this problem. In fact, I had a popular commentator four weeks ago that I talked to that told me flat out before they knew any of the contents of the bill, any of the contents, none, nothing was out at that point, that told me flat out, if you try to move a bill that solves the border crisis during this presidential year, I will do whatever I can to destroy you. Okay, that was me he was talking about, but no, we didn't talk in person. No, it wasn't four weeks ago. And no, that's not specifically what I said, but you did get the destroy you part right. I applaud you for that, Senator. Hang on, we'll be back. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Wednesday. All right, let's do this really quickly here. So I was uh, traveling. Remember, I had to travel last week. I ended up getting stuck. Well, look, I don't want to brag about my about the fancy places that I get to stay being a world-famous celebrity. So I almost didn't even tell this story, but I got a fifth-floor room at a brand-new Holiday Inn when I traveled. I did. That's for real. Across my eye. I was at a Holiday Inn, and it was wonderful because there was a Sheets right across the street. Sheets, for people who don't know, it's this great gas station, and they have wonderful little chicken fingers and stuff. Either way, I check into this Holiday Inn, and all around it is little signs. We're going green. Help us go green. Help us be more sustainable. Help us. And it was just obnoxious. Everywhere you go now, every hotel, no matter what you do, they have to try and tell you what a bunch of despicable hippie freaks they are. Why are corporations like this? Why are they so over the top about this? Well, this is why I talk about putting your money where your morals are all the time and how we need to be better at it. Do you know why? Here's one. More than half of Americans would break up with their favorite brands over this. What was the this? 55% of Americans say they'd break up with the brand if they found out it wasn't climate friendly. These corporations, even if they don't actually follow any of the rules they say they follow, they do all this. Look how green we are. We're going green. We love Mother Earth. We, we do all, They do this stuff because they understand communists are committed enough to not shop with a company they dislike. These corporations, they don't feel the need to bend over backwards for you, do they? When's the last time you saw any part of your messaging, your values being promoted by corporate America? You don't really see it, do you? Why? Because we have been living and let living for way too long. Let's let it go. We don't have to do this. Well, it's okay. Well, I'm not we're better than them. I don't want to be like them. I need to turn the other cheek. I did no. Unless you force behaviors. Unless we, you and me, choose to be better at activism, then we are never going to be treated well by corporate America. The corporate America he bends over backwards to the communists because the communists demands change. Corporate America spits in our face and laughs at us because we do not. We boycott Bud Light for 15 minutes and now we're, I, I love Bud Light, go Bud Light. 
we boycott the NFL for five minutes because all the Black Lives Matter stuff and all that crap. Now, oh my gosh, the game this Sunday. We can't maintain any kind of a boycott. And so these corporations, when we threaten them, they understandably don't take us seriously. We've got to be better about that. All right, let's get to some meme. Oh, speaking of which, remember, climate change, the climate change movement is the most genocidal movement in history. There are not flowery hippies who like electric vehicles. They want billions of people to die. I know that's hard to accept. Ben, they've written it down. They've written down how many people need to die. They, they, they talk about billions, 90% of the earth. Listen, listen to this guy, Lee Snodgrass. He's a state rep in Wisconsin. I think population decline is probably actually healthy for our, our earth, our planet. Um, I think we need to learn to be a community. Population decline. What a way to put it. Um, that has fewer people. And from a job position standpoint, that might be, you know, making sure we're investing in, in automation. Um, from a family perspective. She wants your factory job to go away. In fact, you just need to die. Then she can replace you with a robot. I have two um, children in their early 20s who are uh, soon going to be looking at building their lives and making those decisions about whether or not to have a family. And I can tell you that they don't really feel it's affordable. And I think that we're not doing a good job necessarily in Wisconsin and taking caring, taking care of our most vulnerable, our youngest among us and our oldest among us. And it's really difficult to think about uh, starting a family and bringing children into a world uh, that might be in deep decline by the time those children are grown up. Um, so I know my kids take a look at like, if they had a, a kid in five years, you know, will there be a, a habitable planet for that child to be on? How evil is that to do to your kids? Think about that. I mean, honestly, I talk to my sons about goals and things I want for them. And I don't care about, as I've told them, I don't care about money or anything like that. I want you as men you have to provide for your family, yes. But I, I want I want the more basic things for my sons. I want them to find good wives who take good care of them. I want them to have families, children. Now, that may not be their path. Remember, a family and kids is not everyone's path. Maybe, maybe my kids are made to be single their whole lives. That's fine, too. Maybe it's your path. But what I want for them, that's what I want. I want them to be happy in a home. I don't, I don't need them to be millionaires. I don't care about any. I don't, definitely don't need them to get into Harvard. Or, I, don't, I don't care about any of that stuff. Imagine raising your children, scaring them out of starting a family. Golly. Imagine marrying into that lady's family. I think I called him a he. Imagine marrying into that. Let's get to some emails. Dear stress-induced brain aneurysm. <laughs> That's not nice. All right. I wanted to call you this past Tuesday, but by the time you opened the lines, you scared me. Why did I? That's what did I do? I don't know what, Chris. Oh, I was upset. Oh, I forgot about that. I was a little bit upset. I knew I was going to scare people out of calling in because I got so upset. What was I mad about? I was mad about the impeachment. Oh, the failed impeachment vote. I was mad at Tom McClintock. Ah, oh, 
Sorry. Anyway, I'll, I'll, I'm not going to scream anymore right before I go to calls, whenever we do that again. All right. Anyway, the guy goes on. And he says, I'm struggling with alcohol and plan on drinking less and using that money to give towards preborn. Every bottle of whiskey I've drank could have been a good soul. Uh, okay. Now, remember this. If you're struggling with alcohol right now, and many, many, many people do. In fact, that's one of the first things to remember. Many people do. Many people do. Maybe you are struggling privately. Maybe after your husband goes to bed at night, you're sneaking a bottle of vodka around the house. Maybe before you go home to your wife and kids, maybe you stop by for 10, 20, 30 minutes at the bar, knock back a few beers, get, get a little buzz going before you get home. Oh, I've done it. I've done it. I'm not, I'm not pointing any fingers. There's no judgment. I've done it. I've done that. Very, that exact thing. I've done it. I've struggled. All I'm going to say to you is, if you're struggling, you're winning. It's when you stop struggling, that's when you lose. You're struggling. It's an addiction. It'll take a struggle. It'll take some time. You will eventually be free. You will. You'll eventually be free because you struggle. It is a fight you're going to win. It may not be tomorrow. It may not be six months from now. It may not be a year from now. But as long as you are still struggling, you will overcome it. All right? You will. I have been there. The things you do you're not proud of, I've done them. And I've done them worse than you have. Whatever they are, I've probably done it. I know. Trust me. You'll get through it. All right? All right. Don't forget. Your dog needs you around a long time. And you, you need your dog around a long time. So do we act like that? Do we act like we want our dogs to stay around a long time? And this is what I mean. I'm sure Muffy gets all kinds of snuggles from you. Does he get good food? Does he get nutrition, I should say? I know you feed your dog the best food you can find. We all do. We love our dogs Even that big, fluffy idiot, Fred, I love that idiot to death. We give him the best food we can give him, but there's still no nutrition in it. It's dog food. It's brown. It's dead. Naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black, Green Beret Dennis Black, created Rough Greens because Rough Greens is how your dog will live longer and better. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants, digestive enzymes, Keep your dog around years longer than you would have otherwise. Free jumpstart trial bags. Roughgreens.com slash Jesse. Or you can call them. 833-33-MY-DOG. Couple more emails and headlines. Next. What, Chris? We can make jokes. It's fine. You got that right. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, final segment of the Jesse Kelly Show, and we will be back tomorrow on a Thursday. You can email us, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Okay, a couple quick things. Ronna McDaniel, head of the RNC, as you already know by now, is slated to scale, uh, step down after the South Carolina primary. Michael Watley is currently the front runner to replace her. Now... Who's Michael Watley? He's the head of the North Carolina GOP. 
I have spent some time today asking around about Michael Watley because I don't know who Michael Watley is. You don't know who Michael Watley is. Who is this guy? What's this guy all about? Uh, I wish I could tell you the reviews I got were mixed. They weren't very mixed. It was pretty negative on Michael Watley. Then again, I don't know how much we need from the RNC chair What we need is you to be a fundraising giant and hand that money out to the various state parties. We haven't been doing that. Remember, I've been talking a lot about the blocking and tackling of Democrats. The DNC, $10 million raised and distributed to state parties. Millions of dollars raised for data collection, figuring out who's who and what's what. The RNC hasn't done any of that. None of that. Is he a guy who can do that? If he is, good. Get him in there. If he's not, fine. But anyway, that's that. All right, let's get to some emails. Jesse, Senator Buck, Senator Ken Buck, he's actually a congressman. Congressman Ken Buck debasing himself in front of Christopher Wray sounds exactly like Senator Geary from, from Godfather 2 after they drugged him and framed him for murdering a woman of the night. You should play that scene and Buck's groveling back to back and everyone will get the picture. Chris, see if you can find that Senator Geary scene real fast. What, Chris? It's fine. It's not like we're at the end of the show and you don't have any time. I'm curious now. I, I remember Godfather 2. I remember how they blackmailed the senator and he was supposed to uh, interrogate Michael Corleone and he ends up just kind of kissing his rear end. I just don't remember if it was family friendly. I think it was, but... While Chris scrambles to dig that up, again, I think Ken Buck is compromised. It's just a theory. But I thought it from the moment I heard this when he's talking to Christopher Ray, He doesn't even sound like a guy who's just a being a moderate or kind of a normie norm. He almost sounds afraid to me. I want to thank you for leading an agency, as you mentioned in your opening statement, that protects Americans from foreign terrorists, that uh, an agency that protects Americans from fries from China uh, and Russia uh, and cybercrime and public corruption and organized crime and drug cartels and human traffickers and white-collar criminals. And I want to thank you and the FBI for protecting law-abiding Americans from the evil that exists all around us. And frankly, I am not in favor of defunding the FBI, nor am I in favor of splitting up the FBI, nor am I in favor of using the home and rule for the FBI director. Not only do I love you, FBI, love you, you keep it safe, you're the best, I love you so much, oh my gosh, I love you. I also, I don't think anything any of these other guys are talking about doing to you, they shouldn't do any of those things because I love you and you're so important and you should never even be fired, I just love you so much. Doesn't he sound like a man who's compromised? Chris, did you end up finding it? It's not the end of the world if you didn't, don't worry about it, Chris, maybe we'll do it tomorrow or something, I don't know, it ain't no big deal. What I do know is... Testosterone levels are too low. I know that. I know that societies end if they can't make enough babies. And I know T levels are 50% of what they were 50 years ago. In less, in, in, in half a century, the T levels in this country have been cut in half because we chug estrogen all day. It's in our water, it's in our plastics. We friggin' shower in estrogen. And you know why, right? It's because of all the birth control women take has the elevated estrogen levels in it. 
and then they treat all this all this stuff so that we can drink it again and they filter out everything yeah except the estrogens go get a male vitality stack flowing through your veins male vitality stack from chalk all natural herbal supplement c h o q com promo code jesse they have huge discounts right now on subscriptions for life until the month of February is over, and then that goes away. Chalk.com, promo code JESSE. And now... Here's a headline. By go, you know, the, you know the thing. Headlines we didn't get to. American credit card debt hits a record $1.3 trillion. This is what happens when the women leave the workforce. Democrats' support among blacks, Hispanics, drops to historic low, according to a poll. This is from the New York Times. Yes, well, that's why they're bringing in 12 million new ones across the southern border so they don't have to stress about their domestic ones. You remember Al Sharpton? He can see it happening. But the border, I mean, we're looking every day at the invasion of migrants and they're playing a time game with politics on this. You got played, Al. Airlines says it will start weighing passengers in addition to baggage to calculate flight balance. Okay, first of all, no, they won't. No, they won't at all. The second you get some feminist shattering the scale in your airport and she gets embarrassed, she's going to blast you on social media and you'll back off. There's no way they're going to do this, although they should. They absolutely should. Not normal. Over 1 million jobs reported in 2023 didn't actually exist. I forgot to update you on this. Probably something we can dig in deeper. Did you know that jobs report, they keep citing the jobs report and the economy's doing well, but you don't feel like it's doing well? I don't feel like it's doing well, but they keep telling you, hey, look at the numbers. The numbers are great. Well, that's because they, they lied about the numbers. They lied about all of it. Not that the people who bring you the news not that the people who run your government would lie about such a thing after all don't you remember the vaccine stops the spread democrats wheel in al green after surgery for mayorkas impeachment it really tees me off that there's some weapons grade moron congressman from the houston area in texas he's one of these committed communists and his name is al green al green will always be the singer to me Al Green had some... Did you just say who, Chris? You have no taste in music at all. You don't know who Al Green is? What, Michael? No, it's not the Walgreens guy. Oh, my gosh. You know what? I'm not going to get stressed out. It's the end of the show. I'm not going to let these guys stress me out. I'm not doing it. Nikki Haley loses to none of these candidates in the Nevada GOP primary, and one of the most humiliating things I've ever seen, Trump's name wasn't on the primary ballot in Nevada, and he essentially still got 66% of the vote because everyone hates Nikki Haley so much. Massachusetts Governor Mara Healy nominates her ex-girlfriend to the state's highest court. Of course, that's how it goes. Why are you gay? Moderna scientists warn mRNA vaccines carry toxicity risks. Oh, thanks for that warning, guys, after 80 million Americans have already taken it. We'll be back again to do it tomorrow. That's all. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. 
Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity. And the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals, Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.